0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. Today we've got a special guest on the other side. And we've got Victor on uh, Victor Speck on the other side. Of course. Um, <laughs> with myself on stevie Um our special guest today, Abu. Hey, How's hey, it?
1: hey, 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 what's up, guys? Um hope <laughs> everybody's doing well. Yes. And I appreciate you guys, you know, having me on this podcast. Um, you guys have been killing it. Uh Let's hope for uh, plenty more to come out.
0: Man, I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks, bro. So, Abu, tell us about yourself, man. Are you, uh, you know, what's your team, bro? And, um, you know, just a little something, something, you know? Yeah. Who are you? uh,
1: So, uh, my team is uh, Liverpool. I know, I know what you guys are going (laughs) to say. (laughs) He's a Liverpool fan. Uh, But no, uh, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I've been a Liverpool fan for almost about 15 years now, going 16. Nice. um and obviously they're they're actually my second team my actual favorite team is AC Milan but yeah, i just yeah. AC Milan just like fell off the planet for some odd reason so i yeah. uh, like liverpool has just been consistent and i love what they're doing at the club um until AC Milan gets back up uh into the like, you know power rankings uh, i'll still you know support them and everything but liverpool will have to like you know
0: be there are you seeing what AC Milan is doing Yeah, this actually, I, actually- I, I'm seeing what
1: they're doing, but, like, I just have to wait and see until, like, come uh, May, and then that's when I'll judge them because right now they're killing it.
0: <laughs> come Damn, on, bro. bro. Yeah. You got to – you know, the same energy you've put for Liverpool, you've got to put that for <laughs> AC, AC Milan. But I do. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's why I wake up every morning or in the afternoon to watch their games. So I just don't mm. boast about it as I do with Liverpool, though. Ah, okay,
0: like, okay, you, okay. You're just talking smack because he knows –
2: Liverpool won last season,
1: so... <laughs> no, AC Milan almost won two, or did they win?
2: No. Was third? Was it third or
0: fourth? No, I think they came, like, fifth or something last season, or fourth last season, something like that, and they didn't qualify for the Champions League, but they qualified for Europa, Europa League. Yeah. And yeah. You know, everybody talks about how Europa League is, like... Um, rough for teams. They've actually managed to do well in Europa Mm -hmm. and do well in the league too as well. So they balance both and with a big injury to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. But we'll talk about that later. But for now, let's talk about Liverpool. So Liverpool, um, before we even get into like the big, big, big game this weekend, um, you know, I don't want to congratulate uh, Jurgen Klopp for anything because... (laughs) Because this guy just jacked uh, Hansi Flick's uh, manager award, but apparently Jürgen Klopp is the uh, manager of the the year. year. Manager of the year,
2: yeah, that's crazy. FIFA, FIFA's best manager of the year, yeah. So how do you feel about that, man? Do you think that was well deserved? Um,
1: from a statistically like standpoint, I think yeah, you're right. He shouldn't have won it, but um, overall, like what he has done, like you know, for Liverpool as a club in the last what. Four years, it's been amazing, right? And mm-hmm. I think the way journalists uh, look at it is like, you know, if a manager comes in with a team already stacked, like that's pretty easy for you to actually win any like anything, pretty much. Um, okay. But like, club came in when Liverpool were just like, bro, we had Andy Carroll on our team.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he came in, and then this guy just, you know. Has been helping the younger players uh, get better every single year, and when injuries strike this year, all the younger guys instead of going out to buy more players, he just trusted like the players he already had. Mm-hmm. Like that, that shows a great manager. Like you know, like how great of a manager he is. Um, but don't take anything away from like uh, Flick. Like he's a great manager as well. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like he should have won it because obviously they won the Champions League and then the treble.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so, yeah, <laughs> that, I think, like, that's
1: my two taking it. But like, congrats to him though. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, I think I think in a way that uh, the way the journalists are pretty much looking at it is, uh, uh, Liverpool hadn't won that title in years. Like yeah. it, it was, it was just such a long wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then eventually, then when he just came and four or five years later, and now they they've won it, right? Yeah. So they they're probably looking at it in a way where it's like that's even more greater and more. More of a story than Bayern winning it. Bayern has a super team, right? So, yeah. but uh, Liverpool kind of had to like build theirs, right? So, but did but did Bayern have a
0: super team? I think they did they had,
1: actually. Like they, they had a last good year? team.
0: Yeah, but they had a good team, and Niko Kovac wasn't able to get anything out of those boys, right? Like that's why he got fired. Um what, midway through the season?
2: But that team was stacked though, regardless.
0: Okay, what, what would you say what would you say was stacked? Because Alfonso Davies didn't look like anything up until Hansi Fleet became the manager. Well Kovač wasn't
2: really playing Alfonso. Right? Well there you go, right? Yeah, so he, was wasn't, stacked, he wasn't playing man. him. Um but those players, all those players are still there. It's all, all yeah. those players are there, right? Yeah, but you got a team of Robert Lewandowski. You got a team with Thomas Mueller. You got a team with Joshua Kimmich. Thomas you got Thomas. like you got a team of Alaba, Jeremy Boateng. Um, Jeremy Boateng. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even even still, like even how he's aging, but that guy has won a lot of things. Yeah, like,
0: but still, like I don't, I don't see that. What I see is Lewandowski, Kimmich. And, and uh Thiago Alcântara at the time mm-hmm. and knew Um they have a good spine um in their squad but it, apart from that I don't I didn't see any person that really stuck out to me. They they had a flailing uh, Coutinho that mm-hmm. was struggling to do anything at the, under Kovac. Yeah. As you said Alfonso Davies wasn't playing under Kovac. Lucas Hernandez that they purchased from Atletico didn't look that great. Mm-hmm. Um I was saying the same like I'm not saying I'm not going to diminish what Klopp has done. I know I want, I don't, I don't I'm going to take off my, you know, Red Devils glasses off now. <laughs> um, because like what Jürgen Klopp has done with that team is amazing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, his recruitment um, and, or his, the combination of recruitment he's had with his uh, recruitment team and yeah. all that has been spot on. Mm-hmm. And the way he's coached those players to to play up has been phenomenal. Finally delivering them, you know, the title that they've been looking for for over 30 years. Yeah. But, you can say like the 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 Byron team mm-hmm. were just about they they fired a manager for not for players not performing, mm-hmm. and Hansi just cleaned house as soon as he came in, cleaned everything. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I still think club stuff is quite impressive because mm-hmm. of what they've done. But also, the Premier League was on a very was on a poor um, was a, one of the worst Premier Leagues I think I've seen. When Liverpool won it because nobody was doing anything against them nobody was consistent and Liverpool just upped their game and everybody couldn't keep up yeah in Germany they managed to do that and did it in the Champions League so yeah Could I least- uh, follow through with that yeah <laughs> uh, so
1: um, here's my thoughts to be honest with you we should have won it um, the year before that's actually when I like you know saw us win in the league. Yes. Um, and when we didn't win it, I was just like, okay, next year is definitely our year. Cause I know for a fact, uh, Mad city couldn't do what they were doing. Like, you know, for three years straight on, that's mm-hmm. like, that's really taxing on any team. Um, yeah. and even look at Byron, cause, um, any great team that you look at, they all will always press like as soon as they lose the ball, like yes. any great team, like even yeah. like Barca, that's when they started falling out because they couldn't press anymore. Um, yeah. But even Man City as well, they start like start giving teams like you know a way out. Mm-hmm. And so Liverpool like like we just like you know kept it consistent. We just like you know we press like nonstop, and all the players were, like you know just never yeah. tired. And even look now, like even Mane, you think you'll like you know be like like his legs will be dead, but the guy is like always our first
2: guy. To so- always press. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. He's on. He's on course to win the Ballon d'Or um, next year. Man, uh, I just
1: want Messi and Ronaldo to retire. As much as I love them both, but like I just want an African brother to actually win the Ballon d'Or.
2: That's it. Yeah, the, I think I think it's I think it's coming. I think it's coming because those guys they're, they're yeah, pretty Sala, much at their Sala, ends.
0: Salah money at their peak of their powers right now. And yeah. I think everybody be looking at them. But you, the one thing though is for you to be in qualification for Ballon d'Or. Your you need to do something, not just in your domestic league, but, but in also Europe. in the Champions League too yeah. as well in Europe. And that's what sometimes the criteria they look at for yeah, giving these players something, right? Yeah.
2: But it was kind of weird last year when when the with the with the Ballon d'Or, even after Liverpool won like the Champions League. Who won it? It was Messi, right? Uh-huh.
0: Winning it, no, I don't think it was
2: Messi, I think it was somebody else, but it was Messi because he won, it won his sixth, right? He's oh, six, he's six. Well, I, I barely
0: play attention to these, but uh, yeah, yeah. Man, it's, just, it's just all fan, <laughs> like, sorry,
1: it's all fan and journalist. Like, to be honest, yeah. I'd rather just look at a team as a whole rather than, yeah, individual. like, yeah. it's good to win individual awards, like, it's great, but like. If your team doesn't win, does that award actually, like, apply to you? Like, are you just going to be like, oh, wow, like, I had, like, a shitty season, but I end up winning, like, you know, this award anyway. So, does yeah. it really count? Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. who was it? Kevin De Bruyne won the uh, Premier League Player of the Year or whatever it was. Yep. And yeah. they didn't win anything last season, didn't no. they? <laughs> or maybe they won the Carball Cup. <laughs> no, no. You know? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember what they won. Anyway. Yeah. But, but Yeah. You know, moving on. I think it's quite clear, like the way they set up all these things. But let's get into the the business here. Like the biggest thing, the biggest thing for us. We want to talk about that game? Uh, this went was it Wednesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. Liverpool versus Liverpool. Tottenham. You yeah. know, first of all, I'm just gonna put something real quick, and I'm gonna ask you guys what you guys thought. But I love that game. Oh, that yeah. game. That was, was awesome. Yeah, it was. Everybody sits here and we all cry about, like, you know, how Mourinho's tactics. Like, first thing I said, I was like, Mourinho's going to play one of the worst tactics to bore us to sleep. But I think, in fact, his tactics of him not being in, like, uh, 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 holding back and not really pushing as high um, and sitting back defensively worked perfectly and made the game even much more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Because you have a Liverpool team that is so good attacking. And then you have a Tottenham team that are hanging out for their lives, yeah. but also counterattacking mm-hmm. and almost, in my opinion, winning, winning
2: the they game. Should've, they should have won it. Honestly, um, I was while the game was going on, I was watching it. Abu was streaming on on uh, Twitch, yeah, and um, and I told Abu uh, he was like, "What do you think the score is going to be?" I said two one, either two one or one one, right? Yeah, and um, but I'm like, I don't know who's going to win it, man, because <laughs> it was just looking so tight and. Yeah. Um, we know the we know the threats with Kane and Son, but we also know Liverpool's threats, which is everybody on that team. Yeah. So it's like it's just like um, he we knew that in order for Liverpool to win this game, they need to score the goal first. Yeah. Because then they will they will get Tottenham out right. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> it just went crazy, man. <laughs> Abu, give your thoughts, bro. <laughs> um,
1: one thing I have to say is for us to actually. Uh, I, like for our like my team to actually get better, uh, club needs to look at fixing Trent's positioning. Every single one of their chances came yep. from that side, and yes. I was just looking at the game. I'm like, even other games too. He's always out of position, or he, he's always late to react. I mean, don't don't like don't get me wrong. The guy's like technical ability is amazing in the offensive end, but. Mm-hmm. as soon as he fixes defensive like responsibilities i feel like our defense is just gonna be really hard to break down mm-hmm. um but that game was just whew, like <laughs> i knew bubby was gonna get a heather um just from the chance he had the first half
0: That's mm-hmm. it.
1: like that like it, it's just you could just see it coming like even um i think team, was it team sherwood was saying like you know um, Tottenham have been winning every single duel during the game and they don't have the chance in the last kick of the game to score a goal and the guy gets <laughs> shot up so <laughs> it just goes to show like you've, you know like as a striker you just gotta keep trying yeah um, no,
0: that yeah. that yeah, that, yeah. that Liverpool team he, I, I'm glad you mentioned that thing about Trent Alexander-Arnold um, I always I talked about risk reward on the last episode and how if you don't take risks there is no, uh, I mean, yeah, there's no reward. Mm-hmm. But you also have to understand the consequences of taking that, the type of risks you take. We'll get we'll get more into that when we hit the Chelsea. Oh game. yeah, Chelsea one was perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also one thing that ties into risk reward is having the right type of personnel to support the style of play you want to you want to do. For example, what has flick? chooses a ridiculously high pressing line um, line all the way to the half line mm-hmm. that the the risk is extremely high. It's like, you know, risk at 90%. They're gonna counterattack and they're gonna pump you with a goal. You see that with Hoffenheim for Liverpool against Aston Villa. You saw you saw that where they tried that mm-hmm. and they just got blown out of the water. But the thing is when you finally get it, when your players finally get it, understand the responsibility of not understanding when do I take that risk mm-hmm. and when do I say, okay, you know what, you know, this is time to just lock things, be a little bit tighter, be a little bit more compact and not give too much space. Mm-hmm. Trent Alexander-Arnold, you know, for me, as you mentioned, technical ability is uh, second to none. But I think that the defensive side, I think club also understands that this guy is not such a good defender. You know what I mean? So I think what he says is, I, I understand you're not a good defender. I want you to bomb forward, and I'm going to give that responsibility to one of the midfielders to watch when you bomb forward, mm-hmm. they cover you. The only thing, though, that I need you to do is when you're in your own zone, your own area, your own half, I need you to be a little bit tighter and a little bit much more uh, compact and a lot more resilient in the defensive side. And I don't think he's getting that from you know Trent. Trent yeah. But... You know, kudos like his his philosophy and his ideas work, man. Like mm-hmm. he just he just goes for it. He's like, whatever it takes, let's go kill it. Mm-hmm. Let's go kill the game. Even though they've had three chances and they look like they're gonna pump in a goal,
2: let's go kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He doesn't fall. He doesn't falter away from his philosophy. No, and that's a thing from club, even even in Borussia Dortmund, right? That's why they just went out for everything, right? Yeah. Um, the only thing is, they just didn't have that. Final, the killer instincts. yeah, to to finish Bayern off in that finals, yeah. but um, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing to see like Liverpool continuously just wreck the league. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 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 pretty much a wrecking. Um, even though, even though you guys suffered the, that loss to Aston Villa early in the season,
0: I, I think that was necessary. Yeah, I think yep. so.
2: I think so too. It, it needed to wake the boys up and make them understand, like, yeah. yo, it's not gonna be no cakewalk. No. Like, if we're gonna if we're gonna be up for it and we want that title, we have to push again, right? Yeah. And that's a that's a good thing because every team needs that. Yeah. <laughs> Everything needs that wake up call, and then they're gonna they're gonna know, okay, yeah, let's go, right? Um. But when it comes to this game, man, this game, Tottenham should have won this game. Bergwijn hit the post and what was it? Yeah. He had he had one of those uh those sloppy misses as well. But it wasn't I think Trent did enough to put him under pressure though. Yeah. Yep. But did he do enough twice to put him under pressure? Well,
0: the second second one looked like he should, but he hit the post. He hit the what? Post. What is yeah. the these <laughs> things happen? Right? I know
2: it's the worst, man. I think this season has been the season uh, in the first quarter of like uh, of a season that's ever hit this amount of posts. Yeah, really. Well, <laughs> yeah. There you go. The, the,
0: maybe the players' need, their finishing needs to be better. But Allison's a big goalkeeper. Yeah, he is. We we don't talk about that enough. This guy's actually a very good goalkeeper too. Mm-hmm. So he made himself so big, when you when you see a guy who's six foot five, wingspan looking like he can cover the whole <laughs> net, you're gonna you're gonna try to be a little bit more precise with yeah. your finishing and he's gonna hit the post. Like I I have seen some people call him a fraud and you know, he's selling it off to um pool, like some stupid things.
2: And it's just like come on. Harry he's, Kane almost cut him off his line too, eh? When he uh yeah. yeah, when he when he loved that ball up, but Allison was smart enough to return and slap it up. Yeah. But. but the
0: one thing too, Abu, I wanna ask you this. Um, what do you think like right now? Because the results for Liverpool, I still think they're a class above everybody else, but the results for them still don't look like they're finally taking in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're taking in the right direction always, but
2: as in they're not like Liverpool. They're from not last like year. yeah. They
0: were not like Liverpool from last year. Or Liverpool talk,
2: from two years. You ago. can
0: talk about the injuries, yes, and you can talk about all that. Maybe that slowed them down, mm-hmm. but still, they still have basically the same type of players, the same system. Yeah. But that draw against Fulham one-one. What do you think? Do you still think that they can run through the league like they did last year?
1: Um. Yes and no. Uh, okay. Yes, if we have all our leaders back. Um full and healthy, um, know if they keep coming in and out of the team. Um and we noticed that last year too, uh when Hendo like, you know, was getting injured and mm-hmm. we just look lost in the midfield. And then this year Van Dijk goes uh and then the back line just went to like you no know, mm-hmm. all yeah. shit. So it's just like and in any team you just need to have leaders in each of the positions. Um and that could be like, you know, like, obviously you need to have like a, a really strong goalkeeper who can communicate through your back line mm. and then moving forward from your back line to your midfield and then with midfield to your striker. And for Liverpool, like our communication comes from like the back line all the way up because if they don't tell Mane, hey, press, we have you covered, then mm. he wouldn't do the job he's doing, right? So yeah. that key piece like is missing right now. um Once Hando is healthy, like I know he's playing right now, but like I don't think he's 100% he's not 100 percent, and it looks like Tiago is also coming back and that will be a really huge piece too Uh, especially like in scrappy games where we're like on the lead and we need somebody to actually keep the ball Um, that's actually what we're missing also because like we don't have that player to just like you know like open the field up a little bit more Mm -hmm. Mm. but yeah like it's just like I know everybody's saying the injuries, this, that. To me, I, th- I think it's actually a blessing in disguise because now I'm actually seeing all our youngsters playing and Jones That's is
0: right. just, um,
1: he's <laughs> killing it. So even Reese Williams.
0: Yeah, that was the next person I was going to actually ask you about was uh, Curtis Jones and how he played. I, I saw how he played, man, and I was just like, wow. Wow. You know, he he's a baller, but I don't know why. Um I think this is a perfect opportunity for Klopp to start expanding his uh, you know, um bench, right? So or if you didn't have bench strength, you know. Yep. Um but yeah, man, you guys you guys are in a good spot. Man, I really think I think it's Liverpool's title to lose. I've already I've already I said it from the day one podcast. And I think some people were mad that I mentioned that, but it's just Liverpool <laughs> to lose you guys have had you guys have this in the bag if anything, you know look at twenty eight points you have you know two or three of your main guys not fully fit um and you're still able to do all this stuff. Come on, you guys are in a very good position to take the league again, but we'll see those a long league. i mean it's a long time, but we're almost getting to the halfway point of the league anyway, so we'll see how I that think, looks um. Like.
1: I think once we finish throughout this um, Christmas period, this is the most important period right now. Um, if we get at least three wins, how many games is there? Like what, four or so?
0: Yeah, I think it's like four to five games.
1: If, I'll say even if it's just uh, three games, if we have three wins out of those uh, out of the games in Christmas, I think mm. we're in a great position come January because. Once we have everybody back fit and healthy, um, it'll be really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I mean Tottenham are good, don't get me wrong. Like they're yeah. really good. But for uh like the a really good thing about us is we always beat bigger teams. So that's yeah. and even the smaller teams too, like um what do you call it? Aston Villa, that yeah. game is just I, that was just a write-off. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think it's gonna happen two games in a row. Like back, like now. it's mm-hmm. just that that's not.
0: Yeah, no. So it, that that yeah, that game I thought was a freak freak situation, and um, you guys always tend to play. Um, it, Aston Villa always tend to give you guys more much more of a headache than uh, anybody else. I feel in the in the league to to be honest. Um, so that Aston Villa for me was a freak freak result um, the yeah. other thing that I want to also now add let's go over the Tottenham side real quick Harry, um, uh, Siong, Song Hyo Ming this guy <laughs> this guy you know I don't like to use the word or the term world class all the time but this guy really is inching there for me like every time I see him play
2: I think he's already it's, there
0: it's a tragedy he, hasn't, he doesn't play for a bigger club in my opinion mm-hmm. I have no disrespect to Tottenham but it's a tragedy that I feel that Nobody really wants to challenge uh, Daniel Levy in, in bringing this guy to their team. Um,
2: because they know Daniel Levy is going to probably ask for 200 million. So. <laughs> yes. Straight up. It'll be like a Neymar. It'll be like a Neymar. So. Yeah, you he, ask for something
0: ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But what's your thoughts on that song you mean? Um, there's
1: a reason why us FIFA players call him Sonaldo.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, I think this year there's a tie between him and Mane or even Salah for player of the year so far. Even, like, um, what's his name? Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: Even Kane as well. Like, those t- like, five guys, yeah. I think they're just above everybody else right now Um, in terms of, like, you know, carrying their, their team and actually mm-hmm. performing, like, out of their skin. Uh, mm-hmm. But, man, like, the guy's pace and, like, power is just – and plus, he's humble too. That's why you can't hate on the guy. He's humble. And He's a hard worker. Like what? I, I like know. how can you even hate on him? Like as much as I love and hate Mourinho, like he's just amazing right now. Um, yeah. If Spurs end up winning the league or coming second, I think he's he should he deserve like the Player of the Year, yeah. even Kane as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's that, that's true. Like if they if, if they do anything this year and. Win the league. I don't think they will. I, I still, I, I think what we've seen is a false done. I think they will be there towards the, um, um what they call it, uh, towards the end of the season. I actually feel that next year is Tottenham's, you know, Tottenham, Tottenham and here. Chelsea. You mm-hmm. guys, that those are the, that's the time. It, and if Lampard doesn't bottle it, bottle it up, you mm-hmm. will be seeing Tottenham and Chelsea up in there. But yeah, you're right. You know, Sun is. He's money, man. I love I love Son. I've always loved Son. And as I said, I'm surprised nobody has ever tried to challenge Levy and trying to get him. Yeah, for 200 mil. But the more you wait, the more he keeps making Tottenham look better and the more your team keeps looking like crap. So, mm-hmm. but anyway.
1: <laughs> um, wait, didn't he used to play for a half nine? Or was it, um,
0: um, what do you call it? never um, Neverpushin. Yeah. Yeah. Byron, he, right? yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. And it bought him for 22 mil. Mm-hmm that's so how much you're going for
1: one thing i've noticed is um players coming from the bundesliga just some some of them at least actually got really like you no, good at the game if they work hard even like yeah. kdb he just went on a loan came back and was the best player in the league yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just uh i think that um, i think people are selling the bundesliga a little bit short just because bayern dominated so much but even um sebastian Halal, uh yeah. Man, like, for the first year, he, like, you know, came into Aston Villa. It was just – oh, well, sorry, West Ham. West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He didn't perform, right? And yeah. then this year, the guy is just scoring, like, bicycle kicks. And I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think like, so. Just...
2: Yeah, it, it takes them a little bit to adjust. That's just, that's why I'm telling people to just wait on Kai Havertz. It, it
0: depends. I think it depends. Um, you as much as you can have your Kevin De Bruins, you're also going to have your Andre Shirless, mm-hmm. um, or your um, you know, uh, who else from Son? You're going to have your Kagawa's. You know, guys who just uh struggled in the league. It just depends. I think um, you know, each each player has their own comfort level and they have their own um, goals. goals. They, well, not goals, just the, the kind of environment. They have a special kind of environment that they need to make them get to the point that they need to get to. I think with Son, Son actually has benefited from being away from the spotlight all the time. If you mm-hmm. play, for example, if you play for Liverpool, Manchester mm-hmm. United, or even Chelsea, or Arsenal even, the pressure the weight of the shirt, I always call it, on your shoulder, Mm -hmm. on the weight of that shirt, weighs these players down because there's so much history embedded in the club. And these guys, um, they end up, uh, uh, what do they call it, uh, um, feeling too much pressure. Yeah, feeling too much pressure and underperforming. So that's, that's one of the biggest things that ruins these players. And I think with Son, Son got the right type of environment under um, uh, Tottenham because Tottenham is kind of, they're not the best, best club out there, but they're such a good club that you and I, um, we, we recognize them as a good club, but we recognize them as kind of like they have not broken the the they haven't breached the 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 ceiling mm-hmm. you know on the other top top clubs that are out there and uh, out there so it's different if you put Son right now for example in the Manchester United team now obviously the environment any person in my opinion if you put in the Manchester United team will really struggle mm-hmm. but um if you put him also in Chelsea then he has to deal with ridiculous competition. If you put him in Liverpool who's he gonna unseat is he gonna unseat Money so that's the big thing. Is that's true? You know, the the bigger clubs um, uh, have all these talent that he now has to face against. Versus when he plays with Tottenham, they didn't really have any person mm-hmm. until they got Mura, Until yeah. now, they got Bergwijn. Now they have Bale. Now they actually look like some of the, some sort of a balanced team mm-hmm. compared to um, uh, what they used to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So every every team has a player. I think that's just a thing, like you know, yeah. Um, they they have a player that eventually spurts out and just shows people like, oh man, I'm here. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, yeah, and, and basically him not playing for like a too big of a club benefited him. Yeah, for sure, because he he was just able to stay under the radar and just do his thing. Yeah, and now the radar's picking up, and he's <laughs> he's there, First right? Up, you know, watching what um, get
1: linked to Real Madrid <laughs> and like or I Barca. Feel-
2: I would I, I would, I would, I would, not that, be surprised. Exactly, that's that another thing, surprised. though. Like, they, I feel like these guys, people I've need missed... to stop going to Real and Barcelona. No, I, I feel like they've, <laughs>
0: missed, they've missed the boat. Yeah. On getting him, they should have got him two years ago mm-hmm. when he was just up and coming under Pochettino. Yeah. Um, and they let him sit there. You yeah. know, maybe because of the price or whatever that Levy was gonna ask. Mm-hmm. But if he had gotten him then, and he does all these things he's doing for, um. Uh, um, Tottenham, and he mm-hmm. does it at Real or Barca. Yeah, man, the money you get from that guy is just ridiculous. But the all, shirt sales,
2: also too. Yeah, like, uh, uh, but also too, a lot of people that go to Real fail.
0: Yeah, a lot of people go to Real. I wouldn't say that
2: all of them fail, but no, I feel like a lot, a lot. But, fail. I, but I
0: feel like Son would not fail. Um, because I, uh, I'm going to draw parallels to um, what they call the guy? Uh, Modric. You know mm-hmm. Modric going to uh, Real mm-hmm. and um, look at what he did with uh, you know Real. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I think he will succeed in Real.
1: Um, you want the reason why most players don't succeed at like you know um, foreign clubs is because they don't want to put in the work. Uh, yeah. Prime example would be like let's say you go from like English Premier League and you speak pure English, right? And then yeah. you go to the Italian league and they speak mostly Italian there. So, yeah. are you going to make effort to actually learn the basic, like, Italian, like, words that you need to play the game? That's where most players don't want to, like, work hard. Even, mm-hmm. like, um, Bale, like, he knew Spanish. But, like, it was just, he just felt, like, you know, awkward and, like, out of place because, you know, he didn't really have many friends there. So, yeah. it's just it's, that's just how it is. Like, Son, I feel like if he goes to uh, Madrid, unlike Hazard, don't get it wrong, Hazard is a great player. It's yeah, just,
2: I do not know what the I'm hell pretty
1: happened. sure, like, Victor, you know this, the guy is, like, just technically gifted, but when it yeah. comes to working harder practice, it's just, he doesn't,
2: no, no, how's that, so, um, what do you call it, uh, there it, it was in practice, and <laughs> who was it that said this way, in Chelsea, um, Hazard will, Hazard would will be there with them mm-hmm. as they're practicing when they're running laps and everything he'd just be chilling on the side <laughs> and then come come game day he would just absolutely just kill everybody yeah, it was John Mikel yeah. B that said this was it- yeah he's like he's like He's like we were so like he's like I'm so mad because he's like every time yeah, yeah, yeah. like we're working so hard Hazard's just doing the bare minimum yeah, yeah. and then come come Sunday come come Saturday games yeah he's, he goes off yeah
0: but like Hazard too I think for for a guy like for for a guy like that you can get away with that mm-hmm. to an extent right in my opinion you can get away with that the one thing though that killed Hazard and he's not dead yet but the one thing that's killed him so far. In real is the, the overweight thing. Yeah. Like he came in overweight yeah. from, like that's so unprofessional. Bro, yeah. I can come in overweight. I don't play, I don't play professionally for <laughs> any teams Just eating. Right? Tapas. Yeah, <laughs> eating the tapas, the potatoes, like you know, that beautiful Spanish food, you know, like you know, so but he he, in my opinion, screwed himself over by that. And if you're a player that does not uh, like doing all the running, you don't like doing all that stuff, and mm-hmm. you love to eat. Yeah, you're in trouble because then, for you now, to now get back in shape. You need to lose all that weight. Yeah, uh, and for a guy that loves eating, you know, you're not gonna, you know, you
2: know, he doesn't like putting in the work. So there you go. Another right? another thing that kind of killed Hazard too was when he went right. Yeah, and he ate that food. Don't get me wrong, Hazard's really good at losing weight, like really fast. Um, Not
0: but, this time, though. No, so the, the, <laughs> it's the, the first, Spanish
2: food, man. The first time? <laughs> no, no, no. I will, I will. Even, even with that, you know what I mean. Um, he went, but what happened was during preseason he got injured. Yeah. So, but he, but he never, he never you, lost. Why do you that get? Weight.
0: Why do you get injured? Because you are yeah. already coming in overweight. Um, do you, to
1: actually follow up with that, Benson? Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Um, just putting this like into a personal like you know experience of mine. Uh, so every year, um, when I, before I come to the college, uh, I have to do like a two week cleanse of just like going to like, you know, exercise workout. Cause the yeah. first week we come back, we have to get a B test and our minimum was like, what, 11. Um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> people will get below that. You can just see like, you know, throughout the season, like, you know, they're getting injured and like, yep. Not like being fit and also sitting on the bench because, like you know, you didn't take care yourself. Like you know, come preseason, right? You yeah. so know, that's that's a problem too. Like you have to look out, like especially when you're getting paid like millions of dollars just to like you know, for you to just get injured and like that. Like it's just professionalism. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And I and I, I agree with you, man. Like that's a it's a big thing. And for me, I feel like that happened to me because I was trying to get back um, when I because I, I retired and I tried to get back, coming back into the game. And I've never I've never been fully been able to come back into the game because I, every single time I'm trying to come back, I came back overweight and I'm trying to lose weight. To try, I'm trying to play at the same time I'm getting injuries. And then I have, it takes me longer now to get back. And then I still don't lose the weight by the time I, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. So imagine a professional athlete where these guys – You know, look at them. They're so skinny, Mm -hmm. and then they're flying all over the pitch like in full brute force. You know, Mm -hmm. and and you come in on the pitch with them. Next minute, they put in a tackle on your feet. That that's it for you, right? So, um, I think he, uh, uh, I I think that that's bad on him. If you're not going to put in the work, then you better be healthy. Mm -hmm. Look at Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy um, apparently doesn't do weight training. Um, you know, he just likes to drink his caffeine and mm-hmm. do all that crazy stuff, but you don't see him freaking coming up at like, you know, five pounds, 10 pounds overweight, because yeah. he knows <laughs> if I come in five pounds, 10 pounds overweight, <laughs> and I don't go do my weight training. I'm going to be, I'm going to be screwed. Right. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so we're going to jump over real quick. Um, speaking of hazard, Chelsea, Chelsea lost this weekend two one. Uh um, this weekend on Tuesday. On Tuesday. I keep thinking weekend. Sorry. Weekday. Two one. Yeah. Uh what happened there, Victor? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my
0: God. Before you go, crazy stats. Uh Chelsea hasn't beat a team that is uh uh um that is not 13 and above, or that is 13 and above. Chelsea has not beat a team that is 13 and above. Just just giving you a heads up. <laughs> So what's going on with your team, man? man. Lampard out?
2: Nope. Okay. No. No, no,
0: I've already started to see people say Lampard well, out.
2: They've been saying it since the season started. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's the toxic fans, Paul. You guys
0: are all toxic, man. <laughs> Chelsea but, fans.
2: Um, honestly, the game was – this was a game that you looked at and you're just like, um, yep, yep, we're going to either lose or tie. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was just so blatant. Like, you could tell. We had no wingers. The winger we had was Pulisic. We needed Ziyech if we want to unlock Wolves because Wolves just knows, like, we're going to sleep in that box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're going to park that bus, throw away that key. You know what I mean? But they seem to have... Park that bus, start the bus up, move the bus a little bit, park it again, Mm -hmm. throw away the key, Mm -hmm. wait, turn it back on and then go again. Like, so it was just, it was just, um, honestly, no single player in this game except Pulisic had a rating of seven, right? which was awful. This is not Chelsea. You know, this is, I don't know if it's, if it's um the fact that the boys are getting tired now and they need a little bit more rotation. Honestly, after the loss that game um, against uh, who was it, Everton after the Everton loss, I would have brought in the B team to play the squad. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the B team showed what they could do in, in um, what you call it in Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Right. So bring out the B team and play them. Right. Um, the 4-3-3, um, I don't think it should be played against teams like Wolves. We should we should be going with either 3-4-3 against them or 4-2-3-1, right? Um, we had majority share of that game, right? Yeah. But you could see that wolves was growing into it. And when wolves start to grow into a game, that becomes dangerous, yep. right? You got guys like Daniel Potence, you got guys like Pebble Neto, um Ruben Neves, all running helter skelter, right? And it's just like we, we didn't have that key piece to open <laughs> open up that guy oils himself <laughs> what? he oils himself know, you so, when, so when people grab him they slip off him but uh, <laughs> 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 but um what do you call it um yeah the the guys you just we couldn't unlock them we needed zx for this game for sure now Across a, a huge, line. a huge thing, a huge <laughs> thing, which which I was seeing was Pulisic was running this game, yeah, and he's not fit yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pulisic's not fit, and I wanna, I wanna see this right now. If Lampard moved Pulisic because of he thinks he's gonna get injured, then I say it's a good idea, right? Because he's saving him for the long term. Mm-hmm. But if Lampard pulled out Pulisic just to bring Timo into the game, then I say that is a really bad decision mm. because Pulisic was giving Nelson troubles. Yeah. He was just blitzing through him. He would stop, move the ball before you know pace, he's gone. He was sending so many balls into the into the, into the the 18 yard. Yeah. They were just not finishing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were not reading it or finishing it. This is exactly what Hazard used to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what Pulisic was doing. He was running this game ragged. Next thing you know, Lamps moves him away from the left, puts him on the right, brings Timo to the left. And it's like, Timo has been non-existent in this game. Why the hell do you want him on the left side and Pulisic on the right? So pretty much you're taking away the biggest threat of your game, of your game right now. The guy who could probably win this game for you. And you're putting him on the right away from the left side. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like,
0: I I want to say something. Like, yeah, go ahead. For me, Wolves uh, with Nelson Semedo, mm-hmm. I look back, and Nelson Semedo um, and Sir Last couple of seasons, are the when I look at them, I, I look at myself and I say, if I ever lived in Portugal or England, mm-hmm. those two being defenders. I would have been. I would have been playing professional sports. Mm-hmm. Those guys are horrible. <laughs> you know, like when you watch the way they defend. Um, maybe Orea has gotten better this season, and maybe that was because of the way um, Mourinho's tactics has helped him. Mm-hmm. But at least Nelson Sameto, you just put a good winger on him. Yeah. The, even Alfonso Davies destroyed him in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. That bar, Barca were like, we gotta get rid of this guy, man. Like he just <laughs> doesn't give. He doesn't give us anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I when I when I see him play every single time, like yes, Christian Pulisic is a goddamn good winger. Mm-hmm. But some of the positions that Semedo takes to try to stop uh, uh, Pulisic, is just like, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just stay on your stay on your feet, you jockey the guy. You're you're athletic, mm-hmm. you're quick, you can do all the things you need to do. What are you doing as a defender? Mm-hmm. Like, so he just he, it baffles me, and that's why I say, like, if these, if I if I ever had the opportunity to live in England. France, Portugal. I probably would play professional because
2: some of these players that they have right now, holy a travesty! <laughs> Jesus.
0: Anyway, but um,
2: um, yeah, this. Um, that's why. That's why. Pretty much, like, I I know Pulisic started to get tackled. He started to get tackled by Nelson. Nelson yeah. started to tackle him because he was just running him ragged, right? So, um, that's why I kind of suspected Lampard did it for a health reason. But then when you see Timo come in there and just not do what. Polisic was this why I I said this I said this like what is it months ago and I said Polisic is that direct winger he's not scared to take players on yeah Werner Werner can't run up to players and take them on that's not Werner's thing right I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna want to bring Abu in Abu what
0: do you think about Lampard do you Um, think he's a fraud like like or as a legend (laughs) Uh, as a coach (laughs) um.
1: To be honest, he has a lot of growing up to do. Um, like, well, he needs a lot more experience, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think Chelsea brought him in way too early. Like, don't get it wrong; he's a great coach, but they brought him in way too early. Uh, and it, at least, my thoughts were like, you know, if you were to come in, you should have just been like an assistant manager uh, yeah. to somebody, and then once that manager leaves, after like, you know, like him learn from that manager, like, you know, he can take over. But like, he's like give him one more year. Uh, and then if anything, like, you know, if he's in the same boat next year, um, yeah, I'd say like, you know, just give him the, 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 the cut and then let him go. <laughs> but for now, like this, like, he just needs the experience. Right. Cause you yeah, can see yeah. like in some games that are really tight, it's hard for him to like, actually like, you know, find any tactics that will like break other teams down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so it's just, it's just experience. Like yeah. it, if Chelsea trusts Lambert the same way Liverpool trusts his uh, club, um, I think Chelsea is going to just do just fine. But like yeah. you know, if they're like United and just keep firing managers like after one season or like you know after like filling like, then yeah, I think Chelsea are going to be in trouble. But like say, just give him till like you know next season and see what he has.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, we're still we're still pretty much ahead of schedule. Based on the three year plan that he created right uh,
0: i wouldn't um, I wouldn't say you guys are head of schedule i think I think what's happening with Chelsea right now um you guys spent a lot of money
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna draw the same parallels to Gunnar soksha you know first season he came in spent quite a lot of cash. You guys have done the exact same thing. you have to see the return on investment yeah. and if lampard doesn't get the return out of these players, man, you guys have wingers galore. Hudson-Odoi, Ziyech, Pulisic, Timo can play there too. He can also play like a striker, can play like a false striker, like whatever. You have Giroud, who's a veteran in the sport. You have mm-hmm. an upcomer in um in uh, Tammy Abraham. You have everything right now from an offensive standpoint to give you guys the results you need. Now, I think... Lampard had no other choice, in my opinion, than to play those forwards because mm-hmm. of your back line, you don't, you guys are a little bit threadbare in the back line. Um, and uh, uh, Thiago Silva, Zuma, I keep telling you, man, like I don't, I'm not very, I'm not very concrete about that pairing um i just i don't feel it and maybe yes they're good but remember you're not beating top teams mm-hmm. you're not you're not getting results against top teams you're getting results against the bottom feeders but against the top guys you guys are not getting it and then just to kind of go, draw parallels to that that thing i said about risk reward mm-hmm. let's go back to to that a bit the counterattack You, i asked you last time i said is it because lampard is actually figured out the defense, or is it because he's just saying, hey, I'm going to park the bus against some good teams, and then against the teams I'm going to beat, I'm going to go all in, Mm -hmm. right? But then when I go all in, are they good enough to be able to keep them out? Mm -hmm. And you saw that. You guys went all in, and you couldn't keep them out. Even to the point that Wolves started to even play better football in the second half for some reason than you guys normally will play. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of questions there for Lampard. Manchester United started this fad about um, uh, hiring managers uh, that were legends, and everybody seems to be doing this thing now. I don't know what is going on with – you guys, like – if I'm an inv- investor, right, I spent so much money to acquire all these players, invest much money on the club, get all these, you know, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. The Premier League is expensive. Upper League football is expensive. Only for me to come, back, come there and see an inex- inexperienced manager leading my team, questions need to be asked, man. Like, why is that happening? Good, he's a legend. But why? And Abu says that. Yeah. He says look, man, right now, should, we, should you guys have given that to him? I wouldn't have given that to him. I would have, you know, he's a good, I like his style. I like his style of play, yeah. but I think he needed more time to understand himself more as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I think that he hasn't had the time with Derby, he had it. If he had gone to like, let's say, um, maybe Sheffield, even in their trash, but let's say that for example, mm-hmm. right? Or even another smaller club, right? Southampton. If he had done that, I would say, okay, yes, he's building himself. He's building his brand. Mm-hmm. But now you watch him with uh, uh, Chelsea. He has to learn quickly. And people don't give you that time, bro. Mm-hmm. They don't give you
2: that time. It's true. But I, um, the, you know the reason why he was hired was pretty much because we had the transfer ban.
0: I know. Right? I know. But everybody, you say that. But I'm pretty sure that Max Allegri would have
2: taken a transfer ban and figured out his team. And and worked with that. No, the managers wouldn't have come in because they wanted to spend money. The team How, do you, know, had, how do you know? I don't think. I don't think you guys. No, because Allegri was also on the short list. Allegri was on the short list. Lampard was on the short list. And uh, who else was on the short list? There was one one other more manager that was on the short list. Yeah, but i I yeah, Ancel- I think Ancelotti Ancel- But. But um but then but then uh he went to Everton, right? Yeah, and uh Lampard made this the reason why Lampard was hired was because of this three-year plan, yeah. right? The first year wave um it was the transfer ban whole thing. He was like, I'm gonna use the youth I'm gonna bring the youth up make sure we use the academy because we haven't been using that, right? Um, The second year was build the squad, right? Build a squad, a a prominent squad that can challenge for things. The third year is compete for the title, right? And so far, and and this was what got him hired mm-hmm. when he when he told them all this and he told Abramovich, this is what I can do. He's like, But you have to give me you have to give me time because if you do, if you can't give me time, go with somebody else, mm-hmm. right? So and, and him and Abramovich already have such a huge understanding, right? Yeah. He, he played for him, he's won him so many things, right? Even that Champions League that Abramovich wants again, that's pretty much another reason why Abra was like, Okay, let's bring him in too, because he knows what it takes to win the Champions League. Yeah. So let's let's get him in. So you see what can do right right but now i mean
1: were you guys playing against in the champions league sevilla
2: yeah yeah we played against sevilla so but there's
1: a challenge right there so that that's a tough challenge to get past especially with their like experience
2: no, no, oh, we beat Sevilla already. We beat Sevilla. Um, who you guys, but we're who headed. Did you guys draw? We drew Atletico Madrid. Oh, God. Yeah. But we've beat Atletico. Don't forget that, right? Yeah. We're, the, we're, the first, we're the first English team to beat them in Wanda Metropolitana, right? When did you beat them? Um, few, Two, three years ago. Oh, that's two, three years ago. Yeah. I now mean, it's a different team. But we all know, we all know Simeone. He's gonna park that bus, right? yeah. And But
0: that's the thing, right? Yeah. You played against a Wolves team, which is basically a B Tech Atlético, yeah.
2: And <laughs> that, right? but this, this is the, this is the thing. Lampard got it right last year when he played against Wolves. He yeah. beat them five two, right? He beat them five two, and then beat them two zero in the yeah. in the in the return leg, right? Lampard just needs to go back into understanding. Like sometimes I can't play this four three three. Sometimes we need to play three four three and just lock it in, let, let our boys do our thing, let them come, and then we'll hit them on the counter.
0: I, w- I will say one thing, though. I why, why, why I would strongly disagree
2: with that. Look at Liverpool, man. Yeah. Just look at Liverpool. Just because of the one system they're running, they I get run, it. They,
0: run, like, they, can, they can have Curtis Jones mm-hmm. um, come off the uh, uh, bench yeah. and still do wonders on a team where – if you if you did that with any other team, if you did that with Billy Gilmore now in a mm-hmm. tough game against Wolves, I don't think he's gonna get those kind of you know, play the exact same way mm-hmm. or you know produce the same type of results. Yeah,
2: but that but that's the thing though. Last last year, these boys were kind of used to that three five two, so they have it in their brain. They know how to play it, right? Okay. So the thing the thing as well, we want to play that four three three. Lampard wants to play that four three three. He wants to do it. But at the end of the day, you gotta win games, right? Yeah. So what Lampard should have done in this game was the 4-3-3 was working. We were we were doing our thing, but he should also known this fatigue creeping in. So as soon as we scored that goal, what Lampard should have done was take take one of the wingers out, um, take one of the mids out, take Kai Havertz out. Yeah, you know, take him out, bring in, bring in Jorginho, Kante Jorginho, run that play the four two three one yeah. and lock the game out. So you, we've been seeing this parallel with, with, with what lampard has been doing this season, which was he'll start off with the 4-3-3 and close out with the 4-2-3-1. Or yeah. he'll start off with a 4-2-3-1 and close out with the 4-3-3. Yeah. But in this game, he suddenly forgot that. I don't know why. Right. So he should have, he should have, he should have thought, like, bro, it's Wolves we're playing right now. We then going not park this bus. We get the first goal we sit. That's what Tottenham were trying to do with Liverpool. Get that first goal and sit, right? Yeah. Because once they know they do that, they're going to be fine. Hit them on the break and then you got pacey wingers, you got Timo and Pulisic that, that, that can just fly but down through not, there. That
0: doesn't work all the time. I, I I, don't think you guys would have gotten away with it because it is not, you don't have the personnel for that. Maybe, yes, the midfielder piece, absolutely, but you don't have the personnel I wouldn't display um, um, that type type of system. I I just don't think you guys just have it. Either. like
2: to play the three four three or the four two. Not three, not one. not even like you guys have a four two three one, but yeah. to
0: but to hold the game.
2: Yeah, because we do. We do have the personnel. We have like what is it like one of the highest clean sheets right now in the season.
0: Because you guys have been playing against teams that are winning against teams that are. Uh, Less than 13th place. Yeah, but then. This is like, that's a stat
2: that is actually real. But this is what I'm saying. So you played against Man U, you played against Tottenham, and you drew a 0 0. Yeah. Right? And those guys, those guys hit you on the break. Those guys, those guys will smash you out if you give them the chance, correct? Right? But when you, when you played that 4 2 3 1, what happened? It was a 0 0. It was a tight game. Everybody knew how to defend. Yeah. Everything was perfect. Right? What you could have done in the Wolves game, get that first goal, play the 4 2 3 1. Close it out. If you get the chance to go out on the break, mm. hit them on the break. You know what I mean? It's a bit more pragmatic. Yes, you're going away from your from your system that you want, right? Mm. But you have to win this game. You just lost to Everton, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you play that 4-2-3-1. You lock things up. They have the – don't get me – Chelsea has the personnel to play a 4-2-3-1 and lock games out.
0: I I don't I don't think you guys would have locked that game because I, we we because have
2: we have locked three
0: solid games out with I, the 4-2-3. I, I just think Wolves would have found it. where because the way Wolves looked, Wolves looked like a proper team that were going to bust through your your goal. I'm I'm sorry, man. Like there was a, that second half, there was a point where I was just like, Wolves should be up like you know a couple of goals here. And you can talk about locking it down. You can talk about bringing in and changing the formation and putting in a guy in. I just have a feeling that the game, the way the momentum of football sometimes works, especially in that moment, it felt like it felt like uh, uh, Wills had all the momentum and you guys only had one way to play in that match. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it felt. Yeah, you could have... I agree you should have brought in an extra midfielder yeah. to, like, hold, not to box-to-box, hold... I think that should have been the thing, but I feel that it still wouldn't have made a difference. I feel that Wolves' momentum was too much, and because your guys looked off, Mm -hmm. they just looked like I want to go up and go try to get a goal, rather than just sit back, lump it long to Giroud and let him hold the ball up, find somebody to come in one-two and do something. Yeah, but
2: that's the thing, right? If they if they had done that. At least Lampard's got to know, like, bro, I got to do something. You know what I mean? True. I got to do something. But we need to definitely bench Timo and Kai. I think so. I think it's time. You got to treat them like you treated Christian Pulisic last year when he first came in. And yeah. he wasn't performing as, as best as he could. You yeah. took him out of the firing line, took him away, made people forget his price tag, and made, made him really understand, like, you really want to play – Let's go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So take Kai out of the firing line. Take Timo out of the firing line for a little bit. And then bring some other people in there that's going to play. Kovacic can play that number eight. Fine. Right? um,
1: Victor, uh, just going back on that. I'm just looking at the starting lineup for the last game uh, your team played. I just want to know, why did Lampert play Mount over Kovacic? And before you say anything, I've watched Kostic play at Real Madrid, and this yeah. guy's technical abilities, like, probably second to none in a box-to-box uh, standpoint. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's because this his kid, it's his son, bro. <laughs> it's his son. I, I know, but, but like,
1: you're trying to win games. You're not trying to play favoritism, okay? Yeah, uh, Mount true. has a lot of growing to do, but I think Mount is still like a a sub player. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's like a starting starting like every single game. Of I would. Like,
2: I wouldn't but, say I wouldn't say Mount is a sub player. I would say Mount is a player that can play the season, but he should be sometimes coming from the bench, right? Um Mason Mount is so is so vital to what Lampard wants in a team, which is press. He wants to press, right? Mason Mount's the guy who's gonna give you that. Also, Mason is really quick when he releases the balls, right? Kovacic holds the balls on for too long. I get it. But in that sense, I think it should have been Kovacic playing over Havertz, not Mount getting benched so Kovacic can play in that position, right? You need you need Kova to pretty much come in and play alongside with Mount but Kova also understands the defensive side of things so he's also going to be tight with Kante right maybe mm. you can play that 4231 with Kova and and uh and Kante you can also play the 4231 with Kante and Jorginho right because basically the way that uh, Kova was brought and, and molded was in the in the image of Luka Modric right in uh, in Croatia uh-huh.
1: Okay,
2: okay, yeah, fair point yeah that, that's the that's the thing, right, but we need we need Kova to play more because he is press resistant, and the way he moves the ball right now, the way he he's been moving the ball for over like a year or so, is just unbelievable he the only thing Kova needs to do maybe is release that ball a little bit earlier, yeah,
0: okay, guys, we're gonna jump quick. Um jump over to uh United real quick. Um just because we're basically almost out of time here. But good good chat about um, you know, the the Chelsea group and I think that Chelsea at the end of the day, bottom line, you guys uh you guys will figure it out. It's Chelsea. Yeah. you guys will figure it out. But jumping over to the last piece of the segment
2: today. United. Manchester, United. Man, you guys can't keep going down every time. What do you mean going down? Going down one goal. Bro, we, ha- we have to go down. That's how you guys get the It's the, the only spark. way we play. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, that's bad because that cost you guys in the Champions uh, League. Oh,
0: you, you shouldn't be going down in the Champions League. Yeah, In the league, that's okay. If you're away, United can go down for all I care. We're going to win the game. <laughs> um, no, on a serious note, yes, you are right. We should not be going down as much as we are. Um, the it's just it's just the way it is. Today it was Dean Henderson making mistakes left, right, and center. First goal, the whatever the hell he's doing, I don't know what he's it doing. Dean or Lindelof? Uh, it was Dean Henderson. Yeah. It was not. It wasn't Lindelof. It was Maguire gave him kind of a shit pass, mm-hmm. but you know you may not have enough backlift to clear the ball. Just clear the ball. Speaking
2: of Maguire, yeah. why is he still playing on this squad? Maguire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because he's the captain. Ole, Ole made a mistake, made him the captain very early into the season. But he man. has he has vices. Then he doesn't now. He doesn't know to bench him.
2: He doesn't know to bench him. That's Billy Quetta doesn't blame for Chelsea. Blame, right
0: it on, blame it on Ole, man. Don't blame it on me. Everybody asks the same question: Why is Harry Maguire starting? Look, I think Harry Maguire offers something. So there's the thing, right? Harry Maguire is height. Mm-hmm. He's strong. He's big. He's height. He does he's some a of bully. this. He does some of the stupidest things we've ever seen as a defender do, um, you know. But when it comes to getting to the ball first, you play long ball. You're not gonna yeah. be you're not gonna beat Harry Maguire for a yeah. long ball. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. He has no pace. He doesn't have good visibility or awareness. Um, you know, he just does not have that. He just when it comes to height, he has that. Mm-hmm. Lindelof, in my opinion, and I know this is crazy. I would take Maguire over Lindelof because I feel like they're kind of similar. Mm -hmm. But I think Lindelof is a better defender than Maguire. I think so, too. I I honestly think think so. so. Um, But Lindelof, the problem is he doesn't have height and he doesn't have pace and he gets bullied by every person. Mm -hmm. If you put Lindelof beside um, Zebe, I think you will have a good center-back pairing. Mm -hmm. I've always said, as a coach myself and as a player, you need two things from your center-backs, right? You need height and you need pace. Peace, yeah. what a, what, you know, now in the modern game, there's more that you need. You yeah, need yeah. better con- ball control, who can move and back straight passes. Back in the day, you didn't even really you know, need
2: pace. Yeah, you, you
0: didn't really, yeah. but you know, nowadays, now, now you need, you it. need pace yeah. because a lot of teams want to you know push high, mm-hmm. all that kind of and stuff. strikers
2: so, are looking blitzing. Oh, yeah. Strikers
0: <laughs> are like, strikers can press better, they mm-hmm. win the ball better, so you need to have some real good recovery pace to be able to collect the ball back when it's lost. So, those kind of things. In fact, actually, maybe let's say three things. You know what? Instead of two things, three things. You also need good ball playing center backs. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the way it is. That's where your attack starts from, right? So, but just from a defensive standpoint, you need height and you need pace. Mm-hmm. If you have a short center back, good luck. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a short center back back in the day when my prime. I had a lot of pace, but now I don't have a lot of pace. I'm a useless center back. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean,
1: it's not useless. You like through those experience, you know how to position yourself right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but when I run against those crazy ass <laughs> kids, all yo, your kids like Abu and all of them, yo, yo. bro, I can't even. You know, I'm like, yo, yo. I have to chase this kid. Hell no, you know. Yo, but <laughs> you're, gonna ch- you're gonna chase the kid and then it come up with a hamstring oh, oh yeah, it's happened. It's happened numerous times. Oh my god. But I think honestly, in the modern game, you do need a you know, center back pairing. You need somebody who has pace and you need somebody who has height. Mm-hmm. And I think Maguire gives the height. Lindelof doesn't give the height, he, yeah. and he doesn't give the pace, and he gets bullied by other strikers. That's the only thing. That's the only reason why I would say Maguire should start over him and then get, like, Zebi or something supporting. Mm-hmm. The
1: it's the same thing for Liverpool, too. Like, um, Van Dijk is the height and the leader, and then um, Gomez is, like, the, the pace.
2: Yes. So,
1: yeah. yeah, you're definitely right. Like, you definitely need those two uh, pairing in the mm-hmm. back.
2: It get, it gives balance when you yeah,
0: have those. Yeah, it tools. gives you so much balance because the modern game is quick, man. Mm-hmm. Like you, that's why it's harder these days in the modern game to defend a lead. That's why I always say, even should you even be looking at defending a lead, or should you kill the game off? Mm-hmm. It is so hard defending a lead. You score one, the other team is, and with VAR now, any little thing happens in the box, penalty. Like it's just you, you know. So your forwards need to. I mean, your defenders need to be. On it like ninety minutes. It's so hard to do. You can't get away with this shit anymore, right? Like back mm-hmm. in the day when, uh, uh, you know, three four years ago, you can get away with so much. Now, nothing. Any little thing is heavily scrutinized. They, you have these these guys up in the uh a referee in box watching every little touch that's happened, every little incident, you know. Oh, I think the referee's like, oh, I think I got a, a thing on my ear now, you know, who who fouled who again? Let me go check my screen. You know, so um I, I when I look at it, you need very good center backs that are quick and have height. So that way you're not fouling and that way you've got your 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 pace covered on the on the side sort of the box. But for United, we've won it, I think um you know Dude. to win the league. <laughs> We're gonna win the league. now. Okay. <laughs> and I the Yeah, yeah, the
1: wheel,
0: <laughs> yeah, only, yeah, always, at the wheel. <laughs> always at the wheel. But yeah, no, the um, it's just it's such a shocker. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know how. My own question to every every other team right now is, how did you guys let United come this close? <laughs> come this close to within top four top three, top two, whatever it is. They're fifth right now, right? Uh, yeah, and I'm here, uh, fifth or sixth. And I'm hearing that if United win the game at hand, we'll be second, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah. We've been poor this season, man. When I, is this game at hand going I don't down? We don't know when it's happening. <laughs> but we have been poor this season. If you watch this team, we only play for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And, then and in that 20 minutes... We either score goals, like mm-hmm. lots of goals, and then after we sit back and then either blow the game, blow the lead, or you know win it by a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. We almost blew this game. Uh, yeah. we we're up three-one, and then all of a sudden, it looks like they were going to yeah. you know uh, uh, tie. And then Dean Henderson you know? save. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 crazy how you guys have let a team like United come within distance to smell blood. And and I don't I don't give a lot of credit to Ole. Um actually I give fair credit to him when
2: it's due. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a lot of things right this game, but also as well. Yeah, I was looking at it. I thought yeah. I thought he was I thought he was maturing because when I saw when I seen McTominay coming in late, I was like, okay. But he's always done that though. You know? and
0: he's always done that, but he's done that to his detriment. That's why yeah. I always say it's difficult to hold onto a lead in this league now. Mm-hmm. You need to kill teams off. Sometimes that's why I'm not criticizing Lampard as much as you guys are. I don't think he's at that level, but still, I get I get it. Why would you want to hold on to a lead when anything can happen mm-hmm. and then the other team snags a point yeah. or snags a W, right? Sometimes it's good if you say, we go for it. Mm-hmm. That's why I say you look at Liverpool. They go for it every time. They don't – Klopp never goes and says, oh, I wonder what you know West Ham's uh, you know strikers are gonna do to my own defenders. Mm-hmm. He's like hell oh, no, let me let them worry about what my guys are gonna do to their guys. Yes. He them play his right? game. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I just I just I'm surprised with how close we are right now, and um, you know, love may continue, man. I want I want us to. I want us to get there. If we need penalties, please Var, help us out. If we need, um, <laughs> if Fernandez, if- relax.
1: <laughs> like it's not like you guys don't get helped enough with penalties. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we need more, man. We need more penalties. It's not enough. Um, whatever <laughs> it takes, help us get there. Because I want that January twenty first game between against Liverpool to be a title game. I want it to be like somehow United is second. <laughs> and Liverpool is first, or vice versa, or we're tied for first, something like that. Um, And what I want is a good, you know, title kind of matchup against both against both clubs, because that would be fun. That will be a good game to watch. Anyway, but that's what, I, that's, what, that's what I said, penalties. You can't hold on to Leeds anymore, bro. Like, I'm, I keep telling you. Your ribbery dive, bro. Yeah, anyway, Victor's kind of catching up on... Uh, some of the zone highlights here. So <laughs> Ribery's diving on the ground. They've just given a penalty to Fiorentina. And what I what I say, you cannot hold on to leads mm-hmm. in the modern game anymore. Yeah. Any little thing, penalty. But that Freaking. could also be because there's no fans, right? No, I just think is the way the game is going. They're they're giving so much emphasis on the offensive side of the game now. The risk that you know the the the. the, the 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 forwards can do whatever the hell they want. Like, look at the penalties that Bruno takes. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen those penalties? He's doing like twenty dribbles, twenty step overs, yeah. falls on the ground, goes up, dives, heads, jumps, and then he takes a penalty and scores. <laughs> oh, and then guess what? Oh, the, the the keeper moved a little bit off his line. Oh, you gotta retake it, buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just uh, the modern game is so different now you yeah. gotta kill games off man you have to yeah anyway um i think that's mostly it i don't know abu if you have anything you want to add for united or are you good brother?
1: um uh, the only problem that your club is having right now i think it's just consistency that's it um like for example a prime example would be rashford your entire right. front line to be honest like that guy will like outshine everybody in one game and then three games later he's like nowhere to be found like yeah. he will see him get like, about a kajillion chances, and he will probably score one out of those. But so, yep. uh, like he needs to like you know be consistent. And yep. obviously, you guys have like you know problems in the back. Um, that, that that will like take care of itself. Like I think you just need like a a proper like center back next to either one of Maguire or um, Lindelof. I Twan is looking promising, but yeah, one more year. Um, I think. Maguire was just like a, a, what do you call it? What, what's a, it was a panic buy. Same with like Van der Beek too. It's just a panic buy. Your club just loved panic buying. What happened to the United that used to actually buy talent? And then, like, you know, like what happened to that United? Like, for me, I like to see, I'm a soccer fan in general, not just one team. Um, when I see other team like going through like struggles I like want to know why they're going through struggles mm-hmm. I don't want to be like oh your team is shit like this that Victor knows this I don't talk smack about no other team because yeah. I, like it's just like if all the teams in the Premier League are like up to like your potential it just makes the game even better to like watch yeah. right yeah, yeah exactly. it's just like you know like, like you guys need like a proper proper buy in January I think it'll solve your problems like even Cavani too. I don't know why you went to get something. <laughs> <That was laughs> like, now the guy's in trouble with the FA, like why? Like, what?
0: Yeah, racist. <laughs> really? Yeah, but it's not, I don't dude, it's not racist. Like, so I'm because I'm married to um uh, a Nicaraguan, Spanish girl, um and uh or Latina girl, and uh, she uh so he used the word negrito. Right? Oh. Uh, so but the way he used it was like in love, right? Like yeah, yeah. this is my this is my little black, you know, um um friend here, right? Yeah. Like and, and that's and that's a common thing. Like uh Maria, mm-hmm. which is my in-law, yeah. she uh, they call her Negrita. Yeah, she, she's she lose black, like mm-hmm. right? um, and she the, the the background is a little bit Cuban and all that. Right, <laughs> I know you're laughing, right? <laughs> but uh, so he on the on the on the Instagram, somebody was like, "Hey, good job!" And he was like, "Yeah, you know, gracias, Negrito." Yeah. right. Um. Now, the sad part about this is because... Black Lives Matter thing. There's, they, no, in the modern day now, you can't say stuff. Yeah. I mean, we on our podcast go ham and we say whatever the hell we want. Yeah. But obviously, you can't be saying that on a, on a you know, where everybody can be taking a look at your stuff and, yeah. and things like that. Um, and the worst part about this is because Luis Suarez, he got charged for racism. And one of the things he said against Patrice Ever when they had that beef. I think Magrito mm-hmm. was one of the words used or negro or something like that was used. Um and it just started like crazy beef and yeah. he got charged. Now, Lewis said his out of spite. He yeah, didn't say yeah, his yeah. out of like love. love. He wasn't loving Patrice Ever that yeah. day. So um so I know like it looks bad. And 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 because of that whole thing they've they've kinda um banned Suspended. any well they've banned everybody from you can't you have to be racially conscious what it is as far as coming out from your own platform, mm-hmm. you've got to be extremely racially conscious yeah. about what you put or socially conscious about what you put. Right. Yeah. Not racially, socially. So, um, yeah. So he's getting charged. He can get banned for three games. Really? Yeah. And wow. he got injured too. So poor guy. yeah, we'll see how it goes. Like, Cavani's bad for this. Cavani did one thing. I think once he called, um, um, Jamaicans, uh, they were from Africa or something, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. <laughs> but uh, he's very—he's not. How would I put it? He's socially inept in a way. Yeah, he's not aware of like how he comes across. Mm-hmm. And this is England. If this was Uruguay, it's fine. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. this is England, where like they've been—they kneel down for fuck's sakes, man. Like yeah. before a game, you know, about BLM and all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But no, I hear you on that, Abu. Like. You know, the 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 buying piece United are horrible for. Um I think Van der Beek though is a gift to United, and I think that Oli just doesn't know how to use him. Um, yep. <laughs> if that was if that was a guy like Klopp, if that
2: was a guy like even Mourinho I would say would know how to use Van Der Beek. If was Van der Beek you know? he would have played Van der Beek in uh, in uh, Tiago position.
1: You want me to tell you what your starting lineup should be looking like? Um if everybody's healthy.
2: Yeah. Uh, what do you think?
1: I think you guys should play Pogba because Pogba is like actually reinvent himself to be um uh, like, you know, a CDM because a CDM. his passing is just cause, let me, don't get it wrong. Last year he was yeah. your biggest threat moving forward in the midfield, right? Yeah, but now we'll you have Bruno, so you don't need like all your players bumming up, right? Yeah. Um, and his passing is like probably like one of the best in the league. <laughs> like The guy can just ping a ball from nowhere, right? Yeah. yeah. I would have Pogba as, like, you know, your, um, your like, playmaker like, midfield, like, you know, holding midfielder. And then have mm-hmm. Vannebeek next to him as, like, you know, the, the grit guy, the guy that actually, like, fights for everything. Because that's how he played in Hayek's. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then have Bruno as just, like, you know, if the game is going tough, that he's the guy to unlock everything. It's mm-hmm. so, like having, like, in a three, like, four three three kind of thing. And then have Martial uh, central strike. Greenwood the other side, and then um, what's his name, Rashford on the other side, and that should be your attacking team. Your defensive team, on the other hand, is just um, I'll have Telez over Shaw any day. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Right back, Juan Bisaka. He's he's still good. Um, one on one defending is probably the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then have if Bayi. I don't know why he doesn't play Eric Bayi. I would have Eric Baye and uh, Maguire together rather than Lindelof. Or even, like, anybody except for Lindelof. Just yeah. why? Yeah. Like, even Maguire. I, it's just because he's the captain and I don't want to bench him. But, like, I would bench him. And just have try out Baye and Lindelof together. Yeah. Cause that, that's a deadly, like, combo. Because they're both, like, just knit and greet, Like, defenders. Like, they get under your skin. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's what your team should look like. And then have, like, McTominay is still young. He's still learning. And I don't think he's ready to, like, be that guy yet in your midfield. That's why, mm-hmm. like, he's giving away sloppy balls, like, in the middle. Like, it's just – he's not ready yet.
0: Yeah. You know? No, you, you, um, I like a lot of things you say. Like one of the things you've mentioned, Lindelof and Bai. actually, we used to have them mm-hmm. as our combination. Bayi got injured. But Bayi just, uh this guy is cursed with injuries. You know, the the amount of injuries he has is just bad, it's horrible. Um, but, um, I do agree with you on that. I think, uh, I, tell us, I like tell us. But honestly, I think Luke Shaw just needs a better coach. I think Luke Shaw is very solid defensively. The problem with Luke Shaw is doesn't give us that two way offensive play because I think he's worried that he's gonna get an injury, so he stays back a lot more than he should. Um, but uh, tell us, tell us, I like tell us too as well. But apart from that, no, the rest of the squad. And uh, the only the only thing I would say, Pogba, Pogba is not press resistant. That's his only thing that kills him. Mm-hmm. If Pogba Will give the ball um, uh, or supply balls a lot quicker um, and show that maturity in the holding mid-roll. I, will, I wouldn't mind him there. But the problem with him is just you put the ball in his feet and you have two guys, he would try to do something fancy. Like the, the, the thing he did today against Sheffield, it worked because mm-hmm. it was Sheffield, mm-hmm. right? But against other teams, they would just press you, you out of the ball and they'll win the ball or they'll foul you. So you don't get the ball across, um, and uh, they will, you know, either get an opportunity to score a goal instead. So I I like Paba as a holding, but the problem with Paba is he just doesn't. He, he wants to do more with that football than move it quicker than than what I would like him like him to do. But you are right; it's a good it's a good maybe maybe in the future this is Paba's thing, but I don't know. I really don't know what Ole can do, and personally that's a problem that I don't think I would want to be trying to solve because it's quite a, it could be easy, but it also could quite be, it could be quite a difficult task. And if he gets it wrong once, guess what happens? He's going to be, you know, uh, 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 crucified <laughs> by the fan base. Right. So. That's
1: the problem like, I feel like, you know, um, like, I'm like Liverpool fans are the worst when it comes to like I, we're doing great right uh, especially with all the injuries and then I'm just seeing mm-hmm. people saying oh like after losing one game clubs should go out and I think it's just England fans in general <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you guys just crucified managers by not giving them chances um, yeah. so much that it just hurts like the clubs like you know they're managing I'm like mm-hmm. why I don't mm-hmm. think you going into a business and then you think oh you have like a month to like turn this around it's yeah. gonna give you like, like that's so much pressure that people can't cope with you got to yeah. give them like a certain timeline where it's like okay um at a certain point this is a milestone you haven't reached that then we should talk but yeah. like if you're just like you know what like you I haven't given even your chance yet you're fired that, exactly. that's not possible like your club is just gonna go down the drain you yeah. so, know just give your managers chances and then let them like show what they can do like give them like full like reins without like you know holding them back like restricting mm-hmm. them back that's what liverpool did with club and look at the club now like yeah. like he's making first things first he's making so much money for them that they just love him yeah. um like if you, a manager is doing that for a club that just shows that you just can't restrict them to like just you know them just like you know coaching the team you got to look mm-hmm. at the bigger picture where it's like okay endorsements this that like you know like sales and everything like how does like the the energy brings right yeah that's what attracts players to come and play for the club as well too
2: yeah that's that's why that's why it's also good to have like a a technical director or director of football one that handles the football side and then you know that person is handling the football side so you know it's gonna grow and then the other person handles the business right yep so they don't clash. Woodward is just handling boats, so <laughs> that's that's, that's an issue.
1: It's just like United, like you guys just. Um, I'm sorry, Benson. Like your your club needs a year. Like <laughs> obviously, oh. it's, it's like um,
0: I don't you even have think a it- lot
1: of eyes on you because like it's a historic club in the in England, right. right? But I like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't even think it's a year. I think it's uh United need like five years, man. I honestly don't I think I think with the crop of players, I think we need I know what you're saying, like giving the manager time, but I think like with Ole, this is a different case. I think with Klopp from day one you can see what he's doing. And I you know, with um uh what they call it, uh with uh Chelsea, uh from Day one, you can see what Lampard is doing. So I think that the time that is needed um, for Ole, for me, is not quite the case. I think for other managers, like maybe Chelsea, maybe, um, you know, but for Klopp, I think you could just clearly see he had that credit in a bank. For Ole, the, 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 you know, the one thing for me with Ole was Ole made the mistake, Ole started off very hot And he had such good ideals. He he started pressing from the front, winning the ball early, um, you know, and uh, uh, winning the ball early and playing all this good one-touch football. If you go back, the first 19 games when Ole started with us, that was when we played. In fact, I I felt more like like we were getting our old United back more than ever then. And then I think he suffered... His first big, uh, uh, a couple of losses against uh, um, uh, Arsenal, and then his first big one, a couple of other losses, and then he now started to throw everything away. He got some injuries. He gave up on his own, on the system that I thought he was going to play. And since then, he's never, he's not been able to recover since that time. So, for me, with Oli, Oli has not really shown me that. I can set something up, and then it's going to work for everybody. Rather, what Oli has shown me instead is I am consistently trying to adapt to different things, and trust me, that is not good enough. If you keep doing that, every single time you're trying to adapt, you will have great games against Leipzig where you score five goals and win the game 5-0, and you will have poor games against Leipzig where you will lose the game 3-2. When he probably should have lost the game 5 0 too as well. So um that's the that's the one big thing with we'll Olegona Socia. If he if he had come up and he said, Here's my system, guys, I'm gonna be a park the bus coach, even though I'll hate him for doing it. And just like I did not like Mourinho for doing that, sure. If he came up and said, I'm gonna be in a, an attacking coach, um like Klopp, sure. I'm gonna be a wing play coach, sure. I'm gonna be a high pressing coach, sure. But he never has, um, what you call it, uh, uh, shown me that these are any of the things that he wants to do. And for me, coaches like that don't deserve the time. Those coaches, in my opinion, need to be gotten out quick because they don't know what they want from their team and they will not be able to show progress with players that need that like consistency in the style of play. They will not be able to show that. So anyway, that's, that's my that's, that's my own piece with managers like that versus, um, uh, uh, you know, giving them that sort of time. I, I I think only in my opinion from day one, Victor knows this. I always say this. They should never have given him that contract. That was the biggest mistake they made. And because of that, they had to stick by that. And then now they have to give a manager time that, in my opinion, didn't quite deserve that time. Um, but it's what it is.
1: Yep you're not wrong um but uh yeah just we'll just have to wait and see how the league plays out this year
0: (laughs) yeah we'll wait and see watch him win the trophy just kidding he's not gonna win it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that would be funny if we're in a title race that would be mad be mad (laughs) anyway all right guys we have come to the end of the session um Really appreciate you for uh joining us today, Abu. Uh appreciate it. It was uh well, a very good one and uh, you know we hope to get you guys uh back on again. Maybe one of these when the uh Liverpool against United uh time comes up, we'll do a special with you and Mo. It'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> uh <laughs> that'll be a calm conversation. No, I, I <Yeah>. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, that that would be amazing. Um mm-hmm. um thank you for having me. It was it was a great time chatting with you guys. I mean, uh to have this platform is actually really good. So um I'm actually happy you guys are killing this game right now. Um yeah, it's just I, I don't see a lot of people like the podcasts like out there that are, you know, sports related are always about like, you know, an like analysis. Like you guys actually get in depth of like what's wrong with like the club and everything. So like, it's pretty good. Like, I like it. Like, just keep going and uh, hope to uh, be on here soon again.
2: Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we forget, man, uh, drop your socials, bro.
1: Um, right now, my uh um, my main focus right now is on Twitch. Uh, yeah, I'm a, nice. I'm a streamer. Uh, so it's just dja.yyc. Um, yeah. and then my in- Instagram is abu underscore uu. So, yeah, those are just my two socials, but yeah, um. Hopefully you guys can come check out the stream. Uh, it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> I, I sometimes talk about soccer too on there. So
2: yeah, he's he's usually doing like FIFA Ultimate Team, and then when we when we do club with the boys, he also streams it too. Yeah. So we got DJ <laughs> dog. Oh my god! Today's today when we won. Yeah. I, oh, bro, that was you guys crazy. saw it really like you won the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. we down. We're down two one. I think it was in the eighty first minute. Yeah. And then um. Uh, we came back, it was 2-2, and then we ended up winning the game 4-2. Damn. Yeah. Who's the
0: guy's uh, main title to? Oh, nice. Yeah. Who's the guy's main um con- person who controls any? Me. You? Yeah. Man, how do you guys <laughs> let this guy control any? Yo, because... and I'm pretty sure Abu, you're pretty good at this game, right? You're good at <laughs> FIFA, yeah, right? Yeah, but
1: he controls any, and then I just, like, talk more. I communicate more
0: yeah uh, i see yeah if that makes sense okay. it's, a, it's, a it's a good dynamic, dynamic. i would have yeah. thought that uh you know uh, uh abu would have controlled that but i do i do pretty well in any yeah, he does
1: well like mm-hmm. i mean you if you just let people like you know do things they're good at a lot of people can't learn what to do right so, yeah it's just just,
0: like, just don't just don't let mo do any <laughs> <laughs> i mean this guy's
1: missing clear chances. <laughs> I'm just like no. Um, I like he's good at like finishing, but like you know, uh, it's just <laughs> the amount of chances I give this guy is just like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, I but like Vic Vic just likes playing a CDM role. But <laughs> if only he was a striker-minded player.
0: Yeah, uh, CDM. Uh-huh. Anyway, well, that was fun, guys. We'll end the show, and really appreciate you guys all for coming on. And we'll uh, connect next time. Next
2: episode is gonna be on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't uh, don't forget to f- follow us on Twitter <laughs> at podcast We're still trying to build followers. <laughs> 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 the, the, the narrative, but yeah. Uncle CB's narrative always, yeah. yo, you know. We, we... We're trying to get more listeners. You know, we're trying to get more followers. So just um, share, share with your friends. Um, follow, follow subscribe us. Subscribe
0: if you can. Yes. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yes. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.